Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Welcome, everyone. We're going to be talking about marketing strategies that every author needs to know, and that means you. I'm delighted to welcome our guest today, Melanie Hirshhorn. How are you, Melanie? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Dan. Well, thanks. It's so great to have you here because uh, you focus on content marketing strategies, which are so different from, say, Facebook or Amazon ads or other kinds of things. So tell us what you mean by content marketing strategies. Okay. Well, it's all the organic stuff. Now, the ads are very important, but the organic stuff is where you kind of have to start. So making sure that your message is really clear because it isn't just about selling the book, you kind of want to sell yourself. You want to sell the brand as a whole. You want to amplify your mission and your message online. And the way to do that is with content marketing. So we start with the message. You know, are you clear? Are you making sense? Are you talking to the people who are your ideal client and actually want to hear from you? Are you saying the right stuff? Are you solving a problem for them? All that fun stuff. Cool. Let's take a step back. When you use the term organic, I'm sure there are some people who have absolutely no idea what you mean by the term organic. And the other half of the people have the wrong idea about what organic really means. So can you clear up that for us, please? It means free. (laughs) Can't beat free. No, no, you really can't. (laughs) It means, you know, you sign up for a Facebook account and it doesn't cost you anything. It you sign up for Instagram or you're on LinkedIn. So it's it's the content creation. It's the value that you are creating and providing to people. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost them anything. And it's a way of growing an online community of raving fans who want to buy what it is you're offering. Fantastic. Let's talk about what is not content marketing. So we can again define what it is by what it isn't. It is not advertising. It is not thinly veiled press releases or ad marketing copy or email copy. So give us some examples of the kinds of things that you do and you create for your clients. Absolutely. Lots of attention. Okay. So when I work with a client, we work one-on-one and we really go deep. We start with the basics, like what are your four content pillars? So what are four topics that you are going to talk about all the time? So for example, for me, I talk about email marketing all the time, social media marketing, content marketing for your book as a whole, and mindset around marketing. And every single thing that I ever write or post or talk about goes back to one of those four topics. And so content is really creating the stuff, the, the, the meat of what you are posting online, of what you are putting out in your emails, of what you're talking about when you're a podcast guest, showing people that you're the go-to expert in your space. 
Fantastic. What are some of the mistakes that people make when they try to do what you're telling them to do? Because it sounds really easy, but I'm sure there are pitfalls along the way. What, how have you advised your clients who say, oh, wait a second? <laughs> so there are a few mistakes, but it's okay. It's okay. We can fix them. So the first thing you don't want to do is just say, buy my book. Because <laughs> people aren't going to just buy your book. You know, they have to get to know, like, and trust you first before they say, oh, I'm going to pull out my credit card. It's just like proposing on the first date. You don't do that. So that's one of the mistakes is not providing value before talking about how people can buy things from you. Another mistake that I often see is that they're just posting about the book. Lots of pictures of the cover of your book. It's not going to do it. First of all, people want to see faces when they're online. They don't want to see pictures of things unless it's a beautifully displayed flat lay of some sort. But you want to have, you know, it's got to be human. You got to humanize what you're posting online. And then also to, you said, you know, it's, it sounds super easy. Like I'm the expert on everything. Well, another problem is people just vomit information online with no nuance in how they're doing it. So we say, okay, well, I'm an expert. I'm a life coach. So I'm an expert on work-life balance. So in this particular email, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, you know, 5,000 words on how to find work-life balance. (laughs) Well, you know, nobody's going to read your stream of consciousness about work-life balance. So there are, are different ways to create your content in a way that people are going to be able to take it in and read it and, and get to know you and, and find out more about you. Great ideas. What tips do you have to get people to know, like, and trust you? Okay. So this one's tough because sometimes you don't feel, you know, you you have a, everybody has a facade online, right? You want to, you want to, you had the best dinner. You just had the best anniversary. You and your spouse are so happy all the time. Sure. (laughs) Sure you are. (laughs) But what, what happens is people are afraid to be vulnerable, but I I'm here to say that it's okay because we're all human and that's how people get to know you better. You know, so you have a bad day. You can tell the people online that you had a bad day and here's why. So when you're really honest and you stand in your integrity, that is a great way for people to know who you are. Another way is to show that you are an authority. So for example, Dan, you are the expert in all things, book, writing, publishing, edit, all that stuff, right? So you are always out there giving people fantastic value about your topic of expertise. So whatever topic that is, go out and give people great info so that they can say, oh, wow, I really, that really resonated with me. I want to learn more. Can you overshare online with your, with your, your personal life and all that? I mean, it's, it's kind of funny and actually kind of tragic, but I know many people who have tremendously great content, great ideas, but they get the most feedback when they post something along the lines of, 
my cat just died. And they're real. I mean, they're, 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 they're not making this up. It's like, you know, I'm so sad my cat died. And they'll get hundreds and thousands of emails, whereas they say, you know, I just posted this great idea about how you can sell more books or do this great thing. And they get like three people to respond. <laughs> so, is there any That's- problem about oversharing? Is there some, can you be too, too much oversharing? Well, I love that question. So why did people come out of the woodwork and write about the cat? Because they were already there. They were lurking already. So just because people aren't commenting doesn't mean they're not watching. So can you overshare? overshare? Um, sure. I mean, there are some things that are probably too much information and you probably want to dial that back. But honestly, I remember watching an Insta story once of a woman who has a very successful um, company in the baby industry. And she was showing videos of how her toes are, some toes are longer than the other toes and her followers were eating it up. So I think that the oversharing is really to your discretion. It's what you feel comfortable doing. And when, you know, a tragedy happens and you post about it and you see all this engagement from people, it means that they're there and they're watching what you have to say. Wow. Well said. Very well said. That's cool. What specific ideas do you have for authors? Uh, Because everyone's a little bit different. Doctors are going to be different than lawyers and authors are different from other kinds of clients that you have. How have you specifically helped certain authors and can tell us any case studies or stories that would uh, give some people some ideas? Absolutely. So I work with everybody in a one-on-one setting so that they can get customized content marketing strategy. Because, you know, you see this online all the time. I made $14,000 in three weeks. You know, drop a comment below and I'll give you my exact process. Yeah, right. No, it doesn't work like that. So much of what we see online is trying to make people feel bad about themselves, trying to make them feel like they can fit into this cookie cutter thing, but you can't. So I do a custom thing. Sure, I take people through my process, but what happens is you have a book that you've written and you've birthed a baby. Let's be honest. I mean, maybe you personally, Dan, I've never physically birthed a baby, but you probably know the feeling of when you've created this thing that you've worked so hard, you put your heart and soul into it, right? So then you're like, okay, so I launched the book now it's over. No, it's not. So what happens is I take them, I hold their hand and we go through a process to pull out all the great stuff that's in your book that sort of works in tandem with your brand to create a rinse and repeat content marketing system. And um, I mean, to, to say that each client is different, of course, but every single client that I work with we create this system so that they always say, oh, okay, I totally know what I'm supposed to put online now. Oh, people are responding to it. You know, I got a, I got a text last night from a client. She said, I got a sign up on my email list and it's from somebody I don't even know. And <laughs> it's just that kind of thing, you know, creating that excitement. And, and everybody who writes a book that I work with, they have a, a, a bigger mission. They have, they've written the book. Sure. You know, everybody wants to make money. Awesome. We should all make money. That's wonderful. You know, you want to sell books. Amazing. That's fantastic. But what's the mission that gets you out of bed? 
And that's what we focus your entire content marketing around is so that you can make this world a better place with your mission. And I'm, I'm there to help you do that. And many people listening to this podcast are in the exact same position. They want to make the world a better place. They want to see transformation, not just transaction. So uh, we're, we're speaking to the right people with the right message here. You know, I'm curious, is there one particular marketing strategy that you would use before any other marketing strategy? What gets the most bang for the buck? Ooh, I love this. Okay. So email marketing. Hmm. Surprise. Because, because wow. Wow. I will tell you more. Okay. The reason <laughs> that I am a big fan and a big proponent of email marketing is that you do not own your social media followers. Mm-hmm. So if Instagram decides to shut us down tomorrow, we have no way of ever talking to those people who found, who were following us ever again. And that's very sad. And this is not just a, an old wives tale. This really does happen. I guarantee if you start asking around, you're going to know someone who knows someone that this happened to. And, you know, we're also always slave to the algorithm, right? You know, the algorithm changes and then everybody panics and all of a sudden only five people are seeing what 25 people used to see. So with email marketing, you own your email subscriber list. And if somebody unsubscribes, well, sayonara, you weren't my ideal client anyway. But when you have the the ownership of it, then you have the ability to send things out and to test and to, to really reach people in their inbox. I think the, the statistic is 99% of people check their email every day. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good stat. Yeah, that, that's so clever because just about everyone else would be led to believe that it all takes place on social media, that people read their Twitter and their Facebook and their LinkedIn and whatever. Uh, And I certainly post a lot of stuff to those platforms. And I can't say that I can see a direct one-to-one correlation return, but it's true. When I send out emails, people do respond. So that's really good advice because I know that people are constantly being bombarded with the next silver bullet and the next bright, shiny object that we're running after. And it's good to know that email is the, the, the standard. Melanie, as we wrap up here, can you tell us who your ideal client is and how they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. Thank you. So my ideal client is a woman coach, speaker, or consultant, and she's written a book or she's in the process of it. And she really wants to amplify her mission and her message and her brand as a whole online. And I, I'm on all the socials. (laughs) (laughs) I I am, I'm everywhere. No, um, I also have a really fun quiz, Dan, if that's okay. Um, I, it's just at mycontentquiz.com and you can totally reach me through there. And it's called the authority content marketing quiz and author dash ity authority content marketing quiz. So you can find out if your content marketing is working for you. Cool. I'd love to check that out. And I'm sure everyone listening will check it out as well. Thank you, Melanie Hirshhorn for being on our show today. And thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. 
If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.